WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. is giving you a reprieve from sky-high interest rates with an unbelievable offer right now. 0% interest financing on practically everything. All rings, all earrings, all bands, all bracelets, all designer jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. Buy now and get fast, easy, 0% financing for five years. That $9,000 engagement ring comes to just $150 a month. You can even finance the sales tax. Say no to high prices and high rates. Get the guaranteed best price and enjoy zero interest financing only at International Diamond Center. This 0% finance offer at IDC is insane. People are driving for hours to do this. It's five years, zero interest financing. Whether you spend $3,000 or $30,000, you can spread your payments over five years with zero in interest. And this includes every diamond at IDC. All shapes. From one carat to 20 carats, GIA certified diamonds. Get the extreme value price IDC is known for. For a limited time, enjoy five years zero interest financing. Now through July 2nd at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point on approved credit. It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of Bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right now Wake up your taste buds with Bluebell Java Jolt a delicious pint of coffee ice cream with dark chocolate-flavored chunks and a decadent coffee fudge swirl. It's the jolt you need to perk up your day. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Look for Blue Bell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com. The first two Gator teams under Coach Spurrier brought home SEC championships, and on Monday, August 14th, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill will be celebrating its second championship, another great year. Enjoy a premium buffet with Spurrier's favorite dishes, special guests, limited edition collector's coins, and other prizes, including dinner with the HBC and Jerry Spurrier. Proceeds from the night go to the Ronald McDonald House. Go to Spurrier's.com right now and reserve a ticket. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, right in the heart of Gator Nation. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Welcome into a Friday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports as uh, Zach's going to produce the broadcast today. Got a good show lined up. Jim Callis, MLB Network, is going to join us to talk about the upcoming MLB Draft. Specifically, some of the Gators, some of the prospects he likes. Uh, as we speak now, there is a press conference 
going on with Gator coach Kevin O'Sullivan. And uh, I see Josh Rivera. Uh, I see uh, several other Gators up at the podium. Wyatt Langford. So uh, they're getting set for Florida and LSU. It should be interesting. And I'm going to tell you, it's so good when, you know, I don't care if it's a movie or a game or whatever it is that when all hype is around an event, that the event lives up to the hype. And man, that pitching matchup last night lived up to the hype. Two different ways to skin the cat, so to speak, but both those guys last night were outstanding. Florida certainly has an advantage here. There is no question, at least on paper, they have the advantage because there's a really good chance they're not going to see Skeens now because he threw 120-something pitches last night. It will be interesting um, to see. How do I want to say this? LSU's pitching, which was much maligned, much like Florida's at the beginning of the year, has gotten a lot better. If I had to guess, they would start Ty Floyd tomorrow, 7-0. and uh, The other guy's pitching pretty well for them. Thatcher Hurd is a converted starter. He threw last night. He's been very good in the postseason. And uh, Ockenhausen, I think is how you pronounce his name, has also been pretty good for them. So, I mean, look, Florida has an advantage. They've rested. They've got their pitching in order exactly where they want it. Now we'll see if it uh, transpires, okay? So we'll get your thoughts on this. The NBA draft. Keontae Johnson, good story. Second rounder, Oklahoma City, Billy Donovan's former team, uh, gets him. Colin Castleton, Lakers. Um, hopefully we talk to him next week. Um, but good for him. And we have now, after uh, the College World Series is done, we will officially be in hamburger land. I mean, oof. It, it's going to be... Until really SEC media days in July, unless something crazy happens, uh, yeah, we're going to be there. But I want to get your thoughts on the game last night, the outlook for Florida in your mind. Are they going to win it? Let me know. Let's talk some sports. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Make it a good last day. Got some good guests, and uh, we hope to hear from you. Uh, by the way, you heard Nick Belmonte yesterday, and uh, Nick was kind enough today to send me this. Um, Waldrop, remember last year, Southern Miss, right? Well, guess who had that game for ESPN? Nick did. And against LSU last year, six and two-thirds, 
five hits, two earned runs, two walks, 11 strikeouts, and he threw 119 pitches in the game. Against Cruz, he was one for four, Cruz was. Uh, Morgan, uh, one for three. Uh, dominated the game at times. So if that's, you know, look, doesn't mean anything, but it does mean he's had some success pitching against LSU. All right, let's uh, start with Daryl. Daryl, hello. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Steve, what a ball game last night, man. I tell you, that play at plate for Trey Morgan, unbelievable. Yeah, like I said, it's it's. I don't care what the event is, what the sport is. If you have a, a game and a matchup that's hyped up as much as last night's was, lived up to its billing, that that's that's good, really good. Yeah. You know, I said to myself, if somebody eventually's got a breakthrough, I hope they don't go to 3 in the morning. But, you know, if you love a pitching matchup, that was a game to watch last night. No doubt. But uh, as far as this weekend, Steve, I really kind of wanted to play Wake Forest. Yes, I was figure we could beat Wake Forest, you know, easier than we could LSU. But we're going to have our hands full at LSU this weekend. I still think we can win it. You know, our pitchers are rested, but – you know, in 2017, their pitchers were rested, so, but we turned the tide on them. So it's going to be a heck of a series, I think. Well, I, I thought it was going to be Florida LSU. I'm not always right. I, I was right in this case. Uh, I think people sort of underestimated LSU because, again, they had the pitching issues they had early on in the year. Um, but they got a really good coach. They've got a really good team. And defensively last night, they made a couple of plays that were big-time plays that helped them win that game. So this should be a really good series. But once again, does it, does it mean anything? We'll find out in a day. But Florida, I believe, going into this, does have an advantage on paper because they've got their pitching in order. Right. And Steve, as far as these players transferring from – different schools to other schools in baseball. I mean, okay, for example, Tommy White came from NC State, LSU, and uh, Schemes came from Air Force to LSU. Um, I know they're not getting NIL money compared to football, but they are per, they're probably getting a pretty decent amount of money, aren't they? Uh, that's what you hear, yes. I don't know. Um, nobody really knows exact amounts of money, but yes, I would imagine that's the case. Okay, so transfer pool in baseball will be just like football, but then I involved in that for the future. Yeah, but not to the extent um, that football is. I don't think you're going to see, you know, the same kind of money, but I think we'd all be naive to think that with some of these collectives and, you know, the money they have in them, that some of the bigger-name players aren't going to get something NIL. I think we'd be foolish not to think that. Steve, have a good weekend. Yep, Daryl, thank you. John's up next. Hi, John. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Uh, what a game last night, like you just said. But uh, don't you think if this this series with LSU goes to three, don't you think that you know it's going to be all hands on deck someplace? You're gonna you're gonna see their stud at maybe at the end of the game and an inning or two when they need. I I think it's going to be forced for me as a Gator fan to say we're not going to see him because I I think you know last game 
You know, there's going to be all hands on deck for both teams. What do you think? Uh, I think Skeens will certainly go to his coach and say, I'm available. Right. But I think he's a good enough coach to understand, you know, where <clears throat> where he's going to be in the draft. I right. just cannot see him doing anything more than what you just said. Uh, An it, inning here or yeah, something like that. Yes. You know, just yes. need to, like – Shut down the door. I mean, he's, I mean, that guy is, is unbelievable. I mean, just, if I'm a, if a major league team fan, I'm 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 hoping I could get him on my staff. But anyway, um, what do you what do you what do you think of this new uh, uh, transfer portal guy? I mean, what what's that happened for Halter now at third base? Well, Halter will you probably know? go. You um, think he leaves? Yeah, I do. Uh, and because he could he could leave and go right, pro. I hear you. Uh, he's a, he's also capable of playing you know other positions in the infield. Right. Um, so just have to wait and see. But I mean, on paper, you're getting a guy with what 25 home runs. Home runs. That's right. that's pretty good. I mean, I love Halter at third. I mean, he's I mean, especially through the regionals, that guy's been a shutdown corner, and I just hate to see that guy leave. But anyway, if he if he does, I wish him well. Okay. Thank you, John. Hey, man, Pre- have a good day. Bud. Yep. Appreciate the call. Twelve thirteen. Time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Jim Callis, MLB Network, will talk about the upcoming MLB draft next. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Hannah Mack. The Tampa Bay Rays lost to the Kansas City Royals last night, 6-5. Game 2 out of 4 will be tonight at Tropicana Field. Coverage begins right here at 6 p.m. Ronald Acuna Jr. and Shohei Otani both received the most amount of fan all-star votes in their respective leagues, automatically earning them starting spots in the game. The full list of MLB all-star game starters will be announced June 29th. LSU and Wake Forest faced off last night in a pitching battle. Paul Skeens and Ryan Ladder slowed offensive production and kept the score at zero. At the bottom of the 11th inning, Tommy White hit a walk-off home run to send LSU to the final series against Florida. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Hannah Mack. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Ladies and gentlemen, when you go to Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville to purchase a vehicle, understand you won't find any new vehicles there. Not a one. And since opening their doors 40-plus years ago, they've never had new vehicles. Just the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. If you're looking for a vehicle like this, ladies and gentlemen, this is the place to go because they've done it for so long and done it successfully for so long. Check them out online, secars.com, or go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Immediately you will see a wide selection of vehicles. They want to give you the best selection possible when you're looking to purchase your next vehicle. And they do that every single day. And remember, you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. 
Looking for some summer fun? Then check out Polaris of Gainesville, your number one boat and power sports dealership in North Central Florida. We have all the brands that'll get you outdoors for fun in the sun this season. Family fishing and fun begins with Carolina Skiff, home of the number one selling fiberglass boat. Taking the family out to the best fishing spots or offshore adventure, Carolina Skiff offers the best made in the USA fishing and cruising boats at an unbeatable price. If bass fishing is more your thing, check out our Ranger boats and save up to $5,000 on select models during the Inflation Buster Sale. For lovers of comfort, Polaris of Gainesville. We have a huge selection of Key West boats which offer comfort, style, and everything needed for a family day on the water or fishing at your favorite spots. Looking to hit the trails? We have a huge selection of Polaris off-road machines, including the hard-working Ranger, trail-ready Razors, and the legendary Sportsman ATV. Stop into Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at PolarisofGainesville.com. Oh, yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. The year's almost half over, and you're still dealing with that knee or hip pain. Enough is enough. Pills and surgery aren't the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can do all those summer activities you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right into your achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. This treatment is revolutionary. Patients across America are having life-changing results, and there's no drug, surgery, or downtime. If you have pain in your knees, back, shoulders, hips, you need to stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. At Radiant Credit Union, we know life can get crazy. Mom, the toilet's clogged. <sighs> And when you decide it's time to go on a much-needed vacation, Radiant Credit Union can simplify things with a fast and easy vacation loan. There's no better way to refresh and renew your energy than a nice, long getaway. And Radiant Credit Union can help you get there. So, if you want to go from this to this, visit RadiantCU.org vacation and get started today. Federally insured by NCUA. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Well, the College World Series is here, the finals. MLB Draft is right around the corner. And joining us, senior writer for MLB Pipeline, MLB.com, a guest we've had on many times before, and welcoming him back, Jim Callis. Hi, Jim. Welcome, and thanks for doing this. Hey, hey Steve. Good to, good to be here. It feels, uh, it feels like it's time of year you always have me on. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Just it's funny how that works, huh? Yeah. Um, look, I, I said this earlier. When, when you have a, a sporting event that lives up to the hype that last night's game did with those two guys on the mound, it was really awesome to see. Uh, discuss them and their draft prospects first. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that game, I mean, they, they they delivered. I mean, you get some high pitching matchups, and they don't always live up to what you what you hope for. And that one obviously certainly did. And, you know, Paul Skeens for LSU won eight shutout innings. He's the best college pitcher in this draft. He's probably the best college pitcher from a prospect standpoint since Steven Strasburg, who was the best ever. Some guys will tell you he's better than Strasburg. Um uh, you know he's probably going to be one of the, the the first or the second overall pick in the draft, and then Rhett Lauder, you know, based on body of work, is probably going to be the number two college pitcher in this draft. Um, you know, he pitched seven shutout innings. He's I think what went fifteen and zero. I think that was his eighteenth start last night, and that was the first time Wake lost the game he started. Um, you know, Skeens has the overpowering stuff. You know, he can hit one hundred two. He's got a wipeout slider. He had a really nasty changeup in his, his first College World Series start. Louder, <laughs> Louder seems like a soft tosser by comparison, but that's not really true. I mean, Louder's kind of like 91 to 95 with, with one of the better changeups in the draft and an improved slider and is just consistent every time out. And I think he probably will be the number two pitcher taken in the draft, probably goes somewhere in the top 10. And yeah, it was, it was, it was, that, that game could not have been. Any better? I mean, it was super hyped up, and it looked up to all the expectations. Jim, with a Gator audience here, I mean, obviously you've got Langford, you've got Waldrop, you've got Sprout, you've got, I think, Josh Rivera. Uh, can you let Gator fans know what y- you think of those guys and where they may end up going? Yeah, I mean, so so Langford, obviously, he's going to be the first one taken. You know, he, there's five guys who are kind of in the top five prospects. You've got the two LSU guys that you'll see in the World Series Finals, Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens. You've got Wyatt, and you've got a couple high school outfielders, Walker Jenkins and Max Clark. And, you know, Wyatt, I think, you know, I keep projecting him to go number three, the Tigers. He's definitely going to go in the top five picks somewhere. Um, you could debate him versus Cruz a little bit. I think Cruz is a better hitter and a little more athletic, and you feel a little better about his chances playing center field at the next level. But I do think Langford has more pure power uh, than, than Cruz does. So he, he's going to go really good. Um, you know, I don't think it's improbable that he could go number one overall. I don't think that he will, but you know, he, he's in that mix. You know, Hurston, you know, as your listeners know, has obviously helped himself after kind of an inconsistent season. His last three starts have been his best three-start stretch of the entire year. Um, you know, he's going to be probably the fourth college pitcher taken. I think he's a slam dunk first rounder. I mean, he's got a live arm. He's got that great split. It just comes down to consistency with him. And I, I think he's really helped himself. I, you know, he could go 
you know, Steve, if you told me he won the top 10 picks, like, like toward the end of that, uh-huh. I think that's the high end. And I think, you know, maybe 20 or 25 would be the low end, but he's going to go somewhere in there. You know, the interesting one is, is Sprout, you know, who, who also has a very live arm. You know, he's got the distinction of being the only player in draft history to be the highest unsigned player in two different drafts. <laughs> um, although I, I don't think the blame is like, I don't know that there's really blame there. I, I don't know what happened as much with the Rangers in high school. And last year, I don't think the Mets either bothered to find out his asking price or took it seriously. And he was serious and that's why he came back. But you know, the, the, the pitching college pitching falls off. You've got, You've got Skeens, you've got Louder, you've got Chase Dolander, who's had a really inconsistent year, and you've got Waldrip. And then there's it, – it, it's, it's very muddled. And I think some teams might have Sprout as the next pitcher on their board. And if that's the case, I mean, there aren't too many drafts where there's only four college pitchers taken in the first round. Um, you know, so I, I Sprout, like a little bit of a wild card because of his history. You know, he could be inconsistent at times, too. Um you know, if you told me he went in the 20s, I could believe it. If you told me he went in the second round, I could believe it. And then, you know, Josh Rivera, I know I'm rambling here, but the Gators are loaded. You know, Josh Rivera has had a, a great year. Um, if I remember correctly, fourth, I think he's a fourth-year guy, right? He's a uh-huh. COVID yep. junior, mm-hmm. if that's right. So, that like, the age, people care about that more with the hitters than they do with the pitchers. But, you know, he's a guy with a chance to take a shortstop. He's had a very good offensive year. You know, I would think probably, you know, second round on the high end, third round on the low end for Josh Rivera. Uh, Jim, you were at um, some uh, some at a place where a lot of the prospects are there. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit and, and some of the people you saw and that you like in the draft? Yeah, yeah, I, I know you're referring to the draft combine. combine yep. which, yeah, which is kind of I, I just got back from Phoenix. It's kind of an interesting deal. Like you have a lot of on-field stuff. You know. It, a lot of guys participate in on-field workouts, but most of the very top players who attend don't participate in the on-field workouts because they really don't have that much to prove. But it's, so you're not seeing it so much in a game saying they, they did play one high school game, but you're seeing you know guys take BP and guys throw bullpens. You know Cam Johnson from IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida, was the best pitcher I saw. You know there were some guys who put on some some amazing batting practice displays. Uh, Camp Alderman from you know mississippi you know as a guy gators fans have seen i mean his his power is real and it it plays with wood bats in a big league ballpark and you know probably the most impressive high school kid i saw in terms of just sheer you know batting practice exploits was an outfielder from california named brandon winnaker then there were a couple shortstops you know sammy stafura stood out kind of with his all-around play nazan zanatello uh you know rock chalowski um you know again you kind of have to i mean You've seen these guys, you know, on the field a bunch. So I don't know that, you know, around the VP, you know, moves the needle a lot. But but it is fun to watch all, you know, a lot of these guys on display at the same time. Jim, I want to ask about the draft itself because I think that's it's one of the most confusing things, even to a, a baseball fan, because of slot and you can change the money around. Uh, is it kind of confusing sometimes to figure out what teams are trying to do? Um, I mean, well, I mean, for me personally, it's kind of my life for several months each year. So, but yes, I, I think to the outside fan, it's confusing. I mean, the the, the kind of like concise explanation is, so the, the, there's a pick value assigned to every pick in the first ten rounds. Like this year, the first pick has a value of nine point seven million dollars, and you take all the teams' picks for the first ten rounds and you add them up. 
So a team might have, we'll just say, like, let's say a team is an early pick. They have a $12 million bonus pool. Now, you don't have to give, like the Pirates have number one pick, they don't have to give $9.7 million to whoever they take. If they sign a guy for $9 million, that gives them $700,000 they could give to somebody else. They sign for $10 million and they have to save money. And essentially, there's, there's the first level of penalties is if you, if you go 0 to 5% over your bonus pool, you have to pay a tax oh, on the overage. It's like <laughs> On the overage. I know this is getting complicated. And there, there, there's teams that are willing to do that. The majority of teams actually will do that. It gives you a little extra spending power. You know, if I have a $12 million bonus pool, that gives me an extra $600,000 mm-hmm. yep. spend. But if you go over 5% over your bonus pool, you start losing first-round picks in future years. And nobody's ever done that, and nobody's ever going to do that. So it's a pretty hard cap. And so you have all these maneuverings where, you know, let's say, let's say, I, have an early, let's say I have an early pick and I have a supplemental first-round pick. And I want to try to push the guy to my supplemental first-round pick. So I say, oh, I'll give you $4 million if you get there. Then i got to save money on my other players. So I might take like a senior sign for $5,000 in the 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th rounds to save money that way. So, yeah, it's, 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 the draft, I mean, ability obviously matters, but so does signability too. And then the teams try to kind of get a real handle on not just how good they think a player is, you know, but also, you know, what he's going to cost because you kind of have to know. Like, there's a difference if the guy I'm going to take in the first round, if he's going to cost $4 million versus $4.5 million for another guy, and I think they're close. Well, if I take the $4 million guy, that gives me 500000 I could spend on somebody else. Mm-hmm. So it gets – I mean, you saw – I mean, for Gators fans, Judge Fabian got kind of caught in this stuff Yep. Um, with the Orioles. Like, two years ago, the Orioles were – you know, I told him, if you get to pick 42 – We'll, we'll sign you for three million dollars, and you know. So his advisors told everybody, he's not, you know, don't take him. He wants to sign for three million. That's his price. That's his price. That's his price. And the Red Sox took him at pick forty-one, literally right in front of him, and offered him in the low twos, figuring, hey, if we, we like Jed Fabian, we think he's a good value here. If we don't sign him, we get the same pick in next year's draft as compensation. So it's a good gamble for us to take. And he wound up not signing with the Red Sox. He wound up re-entering the draft and signing for around a million dollars last year. But yeah, it's 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 not just a matter of okay, you know, like say the NFL draft, we're taking whoever we think the best player is, and then you know he's going to slot in with this exact number. Here's the contract structure type of thing. There's a lot of maneuvering you can do with the, with the guy's bonus. All right, my last thirty seconds here. Uh, who wins the Golden Spikes Award, and uh, what about the, the finals of the World Series? I, well, I don't. You know, it's funny. I'm on the Golden Spikes board, although there's a fan component too. I, I would call Schemes. I, I just think his year has been the most spectacular in a year of spectacular years. And uh, I mean, I'm not just playing to home audience here, <laughs> but I think you kind of have to pick the Gators, don't you? Because they have. I mean, they're pitching. So I, I will say, it seems like half the time the team that comes out of the losers bracket wins in the finals. But I mean, I, I know they pitch great in Omaha. I still don't trust. LSU's pitching depth behind Skeens, and it's not even clear, Steve. I don't think anybody's addressed this. I don't think Skeens would even pitch Monday necessarily right. on three days rest after a couple 120-pitch starts, one on, sh- on short rest for college on four days rest. So I-, I think on paper it looks pretty good for the Gators. I-, I, will- I will throw in the caveat, on paper it looked really good for the Demon Deacons to, to get to the finals two days ago, and, and that didn't happen. So I-, I don't know. Maybe LSU's a team of destiny, but I- the Gators – I think on paper has to be the favorite right now with the with the way that the series has gone so far. And uh, I always ask this: Where can people see your work, Jim? 
Um, MLB.com, MLBpipeline.com. The easiest way, if you go to my Twitter account, which is Jim Callis, MLB, I try to do links to everything I do and a bunch of other stuff we do too. And I'll, I'll throw this in real quick for you, Steve. I bumped into Nolan Fontana at the combine. Oh, yeah. And he still has fond memories of the College World Series, but I still think you can't believe they lost to the to the Gamecocks. So it was a 2011. Yeah. We, we, we were living the 2011 College World Series a little bit, and it was it was still a bit painful. Yeah, he was a grad grad assistant here not too long ago too. So, Jim, I always appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for doing it. Yeah, no problem, Steve. Take care. You okay. got it. Jim Callis does a great job covering MLB uh, for the MLB Network. Uh, Twelve thirty-one time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety-eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. in the soul of Gator Nation. And coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night, they have different specials. But you don't need to wait for nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnb.com and follow them on social media to see the latest specials. Come get Social at The Social at Midtown. Shop the best deals of the summer now at Lowe's. Save up to an additional $1,000 on select major kitchen appliances. And for a limited time, save up to $3,165 on select four-piece LG kitchen suites. Plus, save on hanging baskets of annuals. Right now, get two for just $15. Lowe's knows home improvement. Offers valid for $628. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Hanging basket offer in-store only and excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Actual plant size and selection varies by location. Exclusions apply. See Lowe's.com for details. Summer is here. Time for perfectly aged, always tender, and guaranteed delicious Omaha Steaks. Here's an amazing offer when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter garden into the search bar. Save over 61% on the gourmet grill pack and receive eight free Omaha Steaks burgers when you order. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. Type garden into the search bar at omahasteaks.com and order the gourmet grill pack today. omahasteaks.com, keyword garden. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. If you're hiring, it can feel like you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. In fact, ZipRecruiter has helped a lot of business owners find their needle in a haystack. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. Because Telly Tires has grown a lot in the last few years, Marco needed to hire everyone from a receptionist to a store manager to a head mechanic. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter helps me keep my business running. Take it from Marco and millions of other businesses who've used ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. 
Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. More rounds of showers and thunderstorms are likely for your Friday. Highs will be somewhere in the 80s. And this wet weather pattern continues into Saturday with occasional thunderstorms. High temperatures end up around 90. And please keep in mind, flooding will still be a concern the next few days, so be careful getting around. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. And now, the, 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 the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> There's a relocation fee in Major League Baseball, which would be an estimated $300 million for the Oakland A's. Well, the commissioner said the league would waive the A's relocation fee if they moved to Las Vegas. Why the special treatment there? The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Besides talking College World Series today, you know Netflix is going to do that special on Gator football, uh, that documentary on Urban Meyer's tenure here. Uh, and if all goes according to Hoyle today, two people heavily involved with that team and that group of uh, years will join us. Steve Adazio, who's now the offensive line coach at Texas A&M, but he was, of course, here at Florida as a coach. And Brandon Spikes. Yeah, he'll be here with us, too, we hope. So uh, that is going to take place. In the meantime, uh, Hammer says, I see we're with the home team tomorrow night. How is this decided? Uh, very easy. Florida is the higher seed, the better seed, so they'll be the home team for game one and game three if necessary. Uh, Tony, hello. Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? Hey. Um, Steve, great interview there with the uh, draft gentleman, man. That was uh, really good stuff. You know, people don't realize that, um, or they could have forgotten that the draft used to be, Steve, what, like 50 rounds or something like that? Yeah. It was something crazy. And uh, it got pared down once the COVID year came. It got pared down to now, what, like eight or ten rounds only? It's, it's like less than ten, right? Yep. Something to that effect. So, um, you know, people forget that last year, Josh and uh, Kobe Holger were not drafted. Um, so for Josh Rivera to go from not being drafted last year uh, when he was draft eligible to be a possible second, third round pick, that's just outstanding. And, um you know, Colby Holter, I don't know if he gets drafted, Steve, but he will have an opportunity, though. And like that draft uh, gentleman told you, age does play a factor with the bats. Um, so he needs to get into a system and start working his way up, and that's what he's going to do, man. So that opens up the door for the other Colby, Colby Shelton, man. I mean, for Sully to, to be out in Omaha doing what he's doing over there and still land a guy out of the quarter like Colby Shelton, um, unbelievable, unbelievable um, get there, Steve. 
you know, Gators are going to have to replace, Steve, the production of Josh Rivera and, and the production of Wyatt Langford. Um, and that's a start, right? you got to start with Colby Shelton there. That helps you. And uh, from what I heard, there's probably other folks that should be popping soon for uh, the Gators out of the portal. So Philly's uh, making it happen there with the portal, Steve. No doubt. I got to tell you, Steve, towards, uh, towards watching that game yesterday, I was hoping that Wake would kind of like run into one. Because I don't think Wake Forest could have touched uh, um, Waldrop and uh, Sproat. That lineup looked anemic to me. I understand that Steens is a is a stud, but they've looked anemic the entire College World Series. They hit 158. Um, oh my gosh! Now they play in a bandbox. Yes, they do. I'm talking about it's like 300 to the corners, like 350 to the alleys. So their offensive numbers were kind of skewed. So I was kind of hoping they would run into one. Because I thought, I think Wake would have been a cakewalk, to be honest with you, Steve. Um, LSU, it's all set up. You know, Steve, it's kind of like one of those things in sports where everything is set up so good for you, it's almost too good to be true, and it doesn't work out for you. That's kind of like the feeling I'm getting here. I hope I'm wrong. So it, it, it really can't be set up any better. Um, if, if you're the Gators, you, you can't let teams even be considered to be a factor on Monday night. And the eighth inning, you can't even let it get to that. Okay, you got Saturday, you got Sunday, you got half the game on Monday. You All can't right. let it get to the eighth inning. All right. Steve, okay, and, it, and it's twenty rounds for the draft. Nick Belmonte just told okay, me. 20. I knew it wasn't ten, but I didn't know exactly what it was. But it's it's less than what it used to be. No question. All right, Tony. Thank you, uh, Adam. Welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve, great to talk to you, my man. Um, great great day to be a Gator. I tell you that. Uh, was really hoping that game would carry just like it did into the bottom of the 11th. Hell, I, I wish they were still playing right now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, this this whole uh, College World Series has been incredible, man, and the pressure cookers these te- teams have been under. Um, Florida as well, um, in, in many situations, you've seen it. Um, so that kind of brings me to my question for you uh, with your experience. Um, the, the mental aspect – I heard you mention it uh, this morning on Pot Up with Matthews with Shane. The mental aspect, the mental grind that it's taken these teams to get to um, to get to Florida. Mm-hmm. How much do you really think that? I mean, how taxing do you think that is, and how much of an advantage is it for Florida? It's an advantage for Florida, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win because of the advantage. I think. Having today off helps LSU. It helps them regroup. They breathe. You know, if they had to play right away, I think that would really be beneficial to Florida. I still think Florida is in a great place because I said earlier, their pitching is set. You know, they, everything's going right for them. But don't discount LSU. And, and here's going to be the thing. Are they out of gas, you know, because of what's happened and what they've had to go through? We're going to soon find out. Yeah, we'll soon we'll soon find out. And um, another question I got for you, kind of along those same lines. Um, the Gators have been really in some really tight situations, bases loaded, you know, situations going into the ninth inning, being behind in the eighth. You've seen it. So, you know, when it comes to this team uh, that Sully's put together, like – we're built for this, right? Right, like we're really built for this. And I know LSU is going to be tough out, regardless of our advantage. 
don't you think this team is really built built for this national championship this year? Sure. I mean, a lot of people thought at the beginning of the year, if everything fell right, that this was a team that could make Omaha. And so, yes, I think the answer is yes. Adam, thank you for your call. I got to run because I got some. John, I can't take your call now. I have some interviews to get to. Uh, 1243 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Steve Adazio uh, from uh, the Gators team was the Urban Meyer will join us next. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Hannah Mack. After a pitching battle between Paul Skeens and Ryan Lauder, LSU was able to pull away with the win in extra innings. Tommy White won the game in the bottom of the 11th with a walk-off home run. LSU will face the Florida Gators in the finals. Game one is Saturday night. Former LSU coach Les Miles may no longer be eligible for the College Football Hall of Fame. The school vacated 37 wins as part of NCAA penalties last Thursday. The Miami Marlins beat the Pittsburgh Pirates last night 6-4. Game two of four is tonight in Miami. The Tampa Bay Rays look to take game two of a four-game series against the Kansas City Royals tonight at home. Coverage begins right here at 6 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Hannah Mack. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, summertime is here. That means getting away. That means going on vacation. That means enjoying time with your family. And what better way to do it than have extra money in your pocket for that family trip? Maybe you want to just stay home and do a great upgrade to your home for a staycation. Either way... Do it with my bank, the place I've banked for over 30 years, my healthcare federal credit union. Because right now, they've got a summer skip-a-pay offer for your July HCFCU loan payment. Go online at myhcfcu.org, click on the summer skip-a-pay link, complete return the form by the deadline date, and you're all set. It is just that easy. So keep that extra cash and make summer a little nicer Another example of the perks and friendly people you'll find at My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. Again, the place I bank for over 30 years. For more info, go to myhcfcu.org, myhcfcu.org. The first two Gator teams under Coach Spurrier brought home SEC championships, and on Monday, August 14th, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill will be celebrating its second championship, another great year. Enjoy a premium buffet with Spurrier's favorite dishes, special guests, limited edition collector's coins, and other prizes, including dinner with the HBC and Jerry Spurrier. Proceeds from the night go to the Ronald McDonald House. Go to Spurrier's.com right now and reserve a ticket. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, right in the heart of Gator Nation. When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things, for our planet. When buying toys for your pet, look for natural materials like cotton, rope, wood, or bamboo. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? The year's almost half over, and you're still dealing with that knee or hip pain. Enough is enough. 
Pills and surgery aren't the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can do all those summer activities you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right into your achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. This treatment is revolutionary. Patients across America are having life-changing results, and there's no drug, surgery, or downtime. If you have pain in your knees, back, shoulders, hips, you need to stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. The Tigers. They're great. The College World Series. Live from Omaha. First pitch is Saturday night at 7. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. We're going to divert a little bit from College World Series because I always want to uh, talk to uh, old friends, and especially when it comes to this Netflix documentary that's going to be airing soon, uh, that's going to focus in on Urban Meyer's teams here at Florida, especially those championship teams. A big part of that team was my next guest. He's currently the offensive line coach at Texas A&M, but here at Florida, offensive line coach and offensive coordinator as well, Steve Adazio joins us. Hi, Steve. Welcome, and thanks for doing this. Oh, Steve, great to be on. Great to talk with you. Um, well, look, obviously you were a big part of what happened here. And, you know, there were certainly some good things and, you know, some other things that happened. But overall, when you look back at those championship teams, what are your thoughts and what are your memories? Oh, I mean, they were they were just great times. We had a bunch of uh, coaches that were in alignment with each other. We We all got along great the great chemistry. Urban did a great job of hiring staff and it was all spearheaded by Jeremy Foley, the AD, and he was just fabulous. I mean, just a great AD and set really the stage for alignment within the program. And then of course we just had so many great players and uh, it was an environment where everybody loved ball. Everybody was pulling in the same direction and the, uh, the work ethic uh, was incredible and our players competed like crazy. So that was a great era of football, you know, really nationally, not just in Gainesville in terms of that, that team was a, is, is probably those, those, those years were as good as any years in the history of college football. You know, you had, you mentioned you had so many players that eventually went uh, to the NFL uh, because Florida had won it in 06, you know, going out in the recruiting trail. Uh, was it, I don't want to say easy, it never is, but that, I mean, that certainly helped attract some of that talent here, didn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, I think what Urban created atmosphere of, though, was really everybody just, you know, it was great development. I mean, the, the, the student-athlete was developed at Florida, too. I mean, sure, there was some great talent, no doubt about it. But there was also guys that were, you know, that, that had talent, and some had immense, some had lesser, but they, they were developed, and, and, and they ended up being really, really good players and, and all pulling for each other. So, I mean, it was, uh, it was really a great program. And uh, and that's a sign of a great program. How about some of the dudes you coached? Yeah, I mean, you know, I had a, I had so many so many great players. I mean, you know, and, and but they were elite competitors, you know. And uh, you take Mike and Marquise Pouncey, for example. Those guys really set the set the tone for the room. And um, you know, they love ball. I mean, the best part of their day was on that football field. And, and and they really worked at it. I mean, you could coach them as hard as you wanted to. They the more the harder you coach them, the more they loved it. Especially if they thought they were getting better. You had Marcus Gilbert in there and Jim Tart and just a whole bunch of guys. And and, and we even you know we, we won a national title with Carlton Metter who who hadn't played much, and then all of a sudden just had this fantastic senior year after uh, um, Ronnie had gotten hurt. So. I mean, there's just a really good group of guys. I, I thought the room, the chemistry in the room was fun every day to go in there and coach them. And the chemistry was fantastic because they love football, you know, and they worked at it. And, and it just it, it just was a, you know, you hit that field running, man. You knew you had the best of those guys. And, and, and they set the, they set the, set the rate for the whole team. Uh, you had a Brandon Spikes. You had a Tim Tebow who, you know, led the team on defense, on offense, and, you know, sometimes I know Spikes and Tebow got into it a little bit one time, but that's part of it. I mean, that's you, it's not always going to be rosy. Sometimes you have to overcome some things, and this and that group did it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like in any family there are squabbles here and there. I mean, and then when you put in the fact that you're talking about a lot of alpha personalities <laughs> and a lot of really great competitors, I mean, yeah, there's going to be a, a handful of disagreements here and there. There's going to be some clashes here and there. But, I mean, there was great respect for one another. And guys respected other guys when they knew that they were elite competitors that put it all on the line for their team. And uh, and, and that's what made it really cool. I mean, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a very, very competitive environment every day in practice, certainly uh, every game day. And, uh, and that was an atmosphere that, that Urban really created there, which was a highly competitive atmosphere. And uh, but but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, everybody makes you know a lot about little things sometimes, you know. But you know, every once in a while, you know, there's going to be some disagreements. You kind of mentioned this, Steve, because you know, I don't, I'm not sure you could do Bloody Tuesday, you know, anymore in the in the college football world we're in now. But that did help develop that spirit that did help develop that competition did it not yeah i mean you know absolutely i mean our tuesdays you know like urban would set the stage there's always buzzwords for things you know but you know uh tuesday was a rough practice there was a lot of contact there was a lot of physicality i mean you know a lot of coaches i hear a lot of coaches today especially talk about how you know toughness is the cornerstone of my program you know but Really, it's easy thing to say, but it's not necessarily what they do. And in our program, toughness was a cornerstone, and we lived it. And Tuesday was an example of it—a very physical practice that had inside drill. Where, you know, it was it was 
it was competitive and physical, and there was a lot going on. Everything was set up to develop toughness, not to talk about it. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, that name probably is harder, would be harder to use, but but the reality of it is, it was just saying, hey, this is going to be a a tough, hard nosed Tuesdays are tough, hard nosed practices, you know, and then. You know, Wednesday was a day where all of a sudden, you know, you had your shoulder pads, but no lowers. And then Thursday was spiders. And then Urban used to call Fridays best Fridays in football. When I became a head coach, I kept that because I loved it. Friday was the best Fridays in football. That meant that Friday was going to be a heck of a day for a, for a college football player. We we're going to get our little bit of work done in the mornings and get our meetings done. And then we we're going to have fellowship you know, that evening, whether it be home or on the road and, 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 and hang together and be with each other and, and then I think guys remember those kind of like buzzwords, like best Fridays in football, you know. So it, it made it really fun, you know. Uh, I want to talk about what you're doing now because you're at Texas A&M. Are you enjoying coaching now? I'm loving it, Steve. You know, I mean, I love coaching ball. And I'm very grateful that I had 12 to 13 years of being a head football coach. And I had a lot of fun. But I tell you, it's just really fun to go back and be in the room coaching the guys. You know, as a head coach, sometimes I used to say, you know, somehow, some way, someone tries to ruin your day by tw- by lunchtime with a uh, myriad of problems and issues. That's and, funny. And, you know, sometimes I can remember being a staff meeting, like, how about someone doesn't ruin my day today? But, um, you know, uh, I'll tell you what, you know, I-, I love being with young men. I love – I'm not in it anymore. I'm not trying to, you know, climb the profession or – you know, go for a job that pays more. I just want to be in a program where you can really coach the guys and work with them and develop them. And then to watch these kids grow. That's why I got in this thing in the beginning, you know, back in the day, we all got in it and we were phys ed majors coming out, wanted to be teachers, but there wasn't any money involved. There wasn't any of that stuff involved. You loved it. It was, you love coaching, you love players, you love watching young men grow. So now I feel like I'm almost going back to my roots right now. And I've got a great group of guys. I mean, I love my players right now at A&M, that offensive line, a bunch of hardworking dudes, and they love ball. And it really kind of brings me back to those days at Florida. So I'm, I'm having just a ton of fun. That's really cool because, uh, you, you, like you said, you're going back to you know what you, what you love to start with when you got in the profession. Um, always appreciate you, my friend, and thank you for sharing uh, about you know what happened here. And uh, we'll see what that – a Netflix documentary does, but appreciate you sharing all those memories. Appreciate you. Steve, thanks for having me on. All the best to you, man. Appreciate what you do. Well, Take thank care. you, Steve. Appreciate it. Good guy. Uh, a very integral part of Florida's success here uh, in those Urban Meyer years. And, you know, I don't know. I'm really anxious to see what this documentary does in terms of its angle. And I hope it's truthful, and it should be. It should not be a puff piece because for those who would not, I mean, look, Brandon Spikes and Tim Tebow got into a nasty, nasty exchange once in the locker room, for example. I talked to Brandon about that. Um, It doesn't mean you don't recover and forget about it and move on. But sometimes... Those things happen. And this is, you know, but again, where's, is it going to be balanced? That's what I'm looking to see. Frankly, there were some people that would not do interviews for this. Percy Harvin, one.
for example, that would not do an interview for this. So between now and when it airs, I'm going to try to get as many players, coaches, et cetera, uh, to give their thoughts on uh, what, what it was like coaching or being on that team. That's our first hour coming up. Hopefully, Brandon Spikes from that team. And I just got a text. Guess what? KP is going to join us. Kyle Peterson is going to preview the finals of the College World Series. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Oh, yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. IDC's giving you a reprieve from sky-high interest rates with an unbelievable offer right now. 0% interest financing on practically everything. All rings, all earrings, all bands, all bracelets, all designer jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. Buy now and get fast, easy, 0% financing for five years. That $9,000 engagement ring comes to just $150 a month. You can even finance the sales tax. Say no to high prices and high rates. Get the guaranteed best price. And enjoy zero interest financing. Only at International Diamond Center. This zero percent finance offer at idc is insane people are driving for hours to do this it's five years zero interest financing whether you spend three thousand bucks or thirty thousand you can spread your payments over five years with zero in interest and this includes every diamond at idc all shapes from one carat to 20 carats gia certified diamonds get the extreme value price idc is known for for a limited time enjoy five years zero interest financing now through july 2nd at international diamond center at celebration point on approved credit Hey, Bill, how's it going? I'm fine, Bob. I just wish I were ready for mosquito season. Well, that's why I bought Summit Mosquito Dunks. Summit Mosquito Dunks? Yep, they kill the mosquito larvae before they're old enough to bite. How about that? Well, I guess I'm off to the store. Help protect yourself and your family from diseases caused by mosquitoes with Summit Mosquito Dunks. Available at garden centers, hardware stores, and online at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. That's SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Friday. Gators just got done with their press conference. Uh, LSU, uh, I think, is still doing it or just at the end of it. Um, so 
getting ready to compete in Omaha starting tomorrow for a national championship. And we're going to talk to Kyle Peterson, KP, uh, who's been doing the broadcast at the bottom of the hour. But I'm going to continue uh, because uh, that Netflix special is coming up, that documentary that they're going to do on Urban Meyer's teams here at Florida, especially those championship teams. And a big part of that was my next guest, Brandon Spikes. Brandon Spikes, how are you, man? Thanks for doing this. Hi, Steve. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Uh, l- let me start with this. Uh, it's been a while now. It's hard to believe it's been all these years uh, since you played in college. But what are your memories, thinking back, of, of playing with Urban, under Urban, and on, on those teams? What are your memories of that? Well, for me, you already know it's, it's, it's basically the championships, man. You know, we all took pride in that, and we all had, you know, a common goal coming in, especially my freshman class, the 2006 class. We all knew that if we just took care of business, we could, you know, be legends and be remembered forever. So I just kind of, you know, sometimes I find myself daydreaming, thinking about the good times. And see, believe it or not, I'm actually here in a new facility right now, man, and it's I'm in awe, man. I, I came on down to Gainesville. You know, we well, we number two recruit class right now. Uh-huh. So much excitement surrounding the place. It's been a long time since we had that that type of energy in the building, and I'm I'm just here, wandering around this eighty-five million dollar facility, and I, I must admit, I am jealous, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw you on Twitter in there. I saw you were in there, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that was really cool, and and it is. It's awesome. It, it's I mean, it's incredible. It's, man, I'm in all the the pictures and videos. It, it just doesn't do it justice. And I told these guys, I'm walking around in here meeting some of the the players and, and meeting the new staff because, you know, I hadn't met the new staff yet. I met Napier and we sat and talked last night and, you know, I was just letting him know I'm happy he's here and, you know, he's moving in the right direction. And I was just telling the guys, I was like, hey, man, you guys are, don't take this for granted because our facilities definitely didn't look like this. And you should be thankful of what Percy Harvin and Tim Tebow helped build down this. Yeah. So, uh, go I, ahead, man. I want to ask this. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. I, I want to ask you about playing – for, Char- uh, for Charlie Strong, playing for Urban Meyer. This was a team of personalities. And every once in a while, as you know, personalities are going to clash. But wow. in the end, didn't that also help? It, hey, it, oh, it absolutely did. And it was such a sophisticated locker room. Like you said, you got guys from different walks of life, you know, egos and, you know, personalities and stuff. And, Urban and Charlie, he just kind of made it all gel and it all came through. At first, when I met some of these guys, I said, oh, this is going to be wild. I don't know how we're going <laughs> to get this done because it's just such strong personalities in the locker room. But at the same time, we had leaders at each each position, you know, and we held each other accountable. And, and, and you know, it, it just meant the world to us, man. And like I said, I'm like I'm back in here now, and I'm just sharing some of those stories with these guys and letting them know the Gator standard. Mediocracy will not be accepted, period. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's good for them to see me and, and, you know, feel that energy. And like I said, man, I, I think we headed in the right direction to get back to that, getting the right type of guys, getting those leaders, those guys that, you know, have a, a – that the, the give a damn, you know, excuse my language, but, you know, you got to care. And I, I say, man, hey, for me, I, it was never about me, Steve. It was about my teammates. It was about the Gator Nation. It was about my coaching staff. Staff, Charlie Strong, Urban Meyer, those guys were like fathers, a father to me. I didn't want to let them down, and we had so much expectations with being a you know a higher rated class, and it, it just pushed us more. Like we wanted to you know just get get things done, handle business. So 
I feel like it, it, it worked out. We're still talking about it, what, many, many moons later. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, you and Tim had a pretty famous exchange. Uh, but, but again, sometimes those things, which if, it's, if it goes bad, it can go bad. But sometimes those things end up being positive things, and that certainly was. Yeah. Absolutely, I, I totally agree. Like, like you said, I, I know. I feel like it was uh, for me. It was a good. I, I knew when I got around the guys and we was working, we was getting to know one another. You know, as freshmen, and, and I know Tim and a couple guys in our class came in a lot earlier. They kind of was letting us know what Herb expect, and, and you know, Mickey Marotti really had a a strong hold on us too. You know, people don't even mention him, but he he is the the glue. I think that that held everything together. You know, Mickey Marotti. You know, he's the no, probably like a legendary stream coach. I think he's still doing it up at Ohio State. But Mickey, man, he he spent a lot of time with us, and the coaches did their thing too. They had us prepared, but I think he made us tough, and was we was able to be mentally tough when you know when the going got hard. You know how SEC football is big time football. So I think he prepared in the off season where we won a lot of games in the Gator Nation and a lot of people that wasn't in the building. They would never know that we earned those games, we earned those championships around this time of year in the offseason. So I would just kind of communicate that to the leaders that's here right now and just let them know, like, hey, you got to get it done when nobody's watching. When nobody's watching, this is where you got to handle whatever it is. Where you got, a, you know, a wink link in a, in, in a chain. You got to expose them. You got to, you know, let them know, like, hey, this is how we're doing things around here, and this is the standard. And if you don't like it, you know what they do now, Steve. They enter the portal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Good spot. But this is the University of Florida, and you got to really feel that strong about it, man. This is, and, and and I tell those guys, don't take this for granted. You're not going to be here forever. You don't want to be one of these guys that just came and gone. You know, you want to leave your mark, plant your flag, man, and you get to come back with your family and hold your head high. You get to do interviews with Steve Hero and stuff like this. Man. <laughs> this is it's, it's unbelievable, man. But Steve, I'm his man. I don't know if you've been here, but I have. We hit, yeah, you know, so yeah. I'm, I'm just still, I'm walking in new, new areas every day. I'm like, what, what is this part? What, what do they need this for? Like, what? And he's like, hey, man, this is the state best, best facility I feel like in America. And, and if I'm a recruit, you know, I'm coming to the University of Florida because we got the best of everything, the best of best. The campuses are gorgeous, of course. You know, the best education, everything, man. It's the best of the best, and. That's how it should be, see. Brandon Spikes, our guest here on Sports Scene, talking about uh, the new and back, of course, when he was playing. I, I want to end with this. Um, there's some things today that you guys had to had to go through that could never happen. Bloody Tuesday, the pit. Oh yeah. Uh, but but that did help make you a tougher football player. That did help make you a tougher team, did it not? Oh, absolutely! Without we had this thing called the uh, Midnight Massacre, Steve, and it's it's basically everything in a weight room to failure, and he's waiting to see who's going to quit and give up. But guess what? We had very few guys would quit and give up, and and it's like it, it was almost military. You know what I'm saying? Military training. You know, they just want to. It's the you know the mind is a it's a powerful thing, and once you're able to you know kind of cipher through that that discomfort and that you know just being uncomfortable a little bit, if you can get past that part, you can accomplish anything, especially when you got 80 guys with the same mindset, just been through the same hard work, and they know, like, hey, it's light at the end of the tunnel. And and you know what? Not only that, 
I'm not going to let my brother down, my teammate down next to me because he's going through the same thing I'm going through, the discomfort, the, you know, the uncomfortability. Like, that's what, you know, builds character. You know, what do you do when you, you get backed into a corner, you know? And I think that's what we was built on, man, and it, it made us, you know, fearless. It made us like soldiers, man. So when the game, when it was time to play on Saturday, we playing against a Tennessee or Georgia or, you know, Florida State, these, these programs, these rival games, we, we already had one. We won a game in the offseason. We knew that we were just going to go out here and take business, take care of business, and we knew that our teammates, the guys that was twos and threes, we're going to go out there and try to get, get it done fast so they can, you know, get out there and get some film and, and make their they family not travel to come see them play. We thought about that too. So I think at the end of the day, man, yeah, we was built on toughness, man, and, and perseverance and, and just being able to, you know, navigate through adversity. You, you know everything that's going to go your way. But what happens? How do you respond when, you, you know, when things start, you know, getting getting crazy, you know, the chaos, the bullets flying, like what do you do? But I just think our staff and, like I said, Mickey Marotti, his staff, they they had us prepared for everything, Steve. Literally, you saw it. You yep. See the outcome. So. Last thing for you. Um, confident too, man. Like you know, when you you feeling good, you're looking good. You you're gonna go out there and perform, and that's all it was about. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned Mickey because he did so much in the weight room. But I want to talk about Charlie Strong too because you know, again, architect of the defense, strong personalities there. What was it like playing for him? Man, he was very you – no, know, I, I really loved it. He, like, a lot of people don't know, Strong has a great personality, personality an awesome sense of humor. But only that, he's he's strictly business. He's attention to detail, and he and he wants urgency. I always noticed that about him. Once we hit that, that, that field, it was all busy. It was a time and a place to play and goof around. But once we got on that grid, honestly, it, it was all business. He set the pace for that. You know, with him being the leader on the defense, setting, like, you know, we running schemes and – running different things. He's like, hey, you guys, I know the offense, you know, they, they, they don't worry about what they get done. Y'all just focus on y'all job. And he did a good job of us, like, you know, just keeping us focused on what we needed to do. You know, with him, you know, being the defense coordinator, and a lot of times we'd be sitting over there and, like, you know, the offense maybe get a three and out and we'll get the power. And like, we was just having, like, hey, that ain't, you don't need to worry about that. You just focus on what you need to get done. And so, and I would just communicate that through the whole defense and, Everybody just knew their role, man. And Charlie just kind of – and he, he had a really good, you know, personal relationship with a few guys, especially me. You know, like I said, he was like a, a father figure for me. You know, he helped me out through a lot of personal things, not only that things that was going on on the field, but off the field, you know. So I have a lot of respect for him. I still talk to him to this day. And I wish him and his family the best. And I, I wish he was a Gator in the building too because, he, you know, he was a main reason why, you know, I committed here in the first place. So – Man, Charlie is, and it was so fun to play in his defense. Man, his defense is just like, it's, I hadn't seen a, a defense ever since like it. You know, I don't played in a few different schemes and stuff, but his was definitely one of the funnest ones. Hmm. Well, I appreciate you doing this and, and reminiscing, and glad you got back to town to see that great place over there. So, oh, man. thanks for doing hey, this. Hey, get, get ready for that, that, that special now, August the 22nd now. Yep. Gator Nation, y'all got to be ready for it. Yeah. Relive the good, the good, good old times, huh? That's it. <laughs> thanks, Brandon. No problem. You got you it, man. Yep, thank you. Yes, Brandon Spikes uh, joining us here, and uh, obviously you can tell his personality, right? And August 22nd, that's when that's going to air. So we're going to get as many people on uh, over the course of the next, you know, few weeks to, to talk about their memories of playing here. 
114 time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Sanjeev Palaseri. The Tampa Bay Rays play the Kansas City Royals tonight. Coming off a disappointing loss yesterday, the Rays look to bounce back. Tune in for live coverage at 6. In other baseball news, the College World Series finals are set, with number 2 Florida taking on number 5 LSU. Despite being SEC rivals, these teams have yet to face each other this season. Tune in for live coverage this Saturday at 6.55 for the first game of the series. Speaking of Gators baseball, Florida landed Alabama infielder Colby Shelton through the transfer portal. Shelton had a stellar rookie season for the Crimson Tide, earning a spot in the All-American freshman team. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sanjeev Palaseri. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka continues to do great things for at-risk young boys who come from difficult or troubled homes. And they teach them real-life skills. How do they do it? Well, it's very simple. They take your vehicles that you don't want, your unused or unwanted vehicles of just about any kind. They'll take them off your hands. And remember, that donation from you is a tax-deductible donation. They take these vehicles and fix them up, restore them, get them ready. They then resell them. That's how they learn these real-life skills. It does help a really good cause. You know, a lot of times you look at things and generosity. Well, your generosity in this case does terrific stuff. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org, rbr.org. Ah, the good life. You deserve it. The pros at Electronics World can help you enjoy the good life at home in comfort with premium video and audio components from the best in the business. Sony, Yamaha, Marantz, Bryston, Rotel, Bowers & Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Whether it's a two-channel stereo system, outdoor entertainment, or a home theater room with surround sound, EW has what you need to enjoy the good life. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Mike Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee-only fiduciary financial advisor, and you always have a glass-half-full perspective. But the economic news is discouraging a lot of us. Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural. Things aren't always good. They aren't always bad. But there are far too many advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics mm -hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. Hmm. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity. Do a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen. You'll be more confident moving forward. And that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan. And Talon is happy to do that complimentary. 352-751-3200. 352-751-3200. Three two zero zero or guardingyournestag.com. Non-private wealth LLC investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss, and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Florida license number D056341. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. June is National Ocean Month, so it's a great month to help protect marine wildlife wherever you are. 
Remember to always cut up plastic six-pack rings. Better yet, reduce your use of disposable plastic altogether so that it doesn't end up in local waterways or the ocean. And look to participate in a local beach, river, or park cleanup. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Summer is about the three F's. Family, friends, food. Nothing brings them all together like King's Hawaiian. King's Hawaiian Slider Sunday is a great weekly mealtime ritual and the perfect way to kick off your summer. All the great slider recipes start with King's Hawaiian. Their original Hawaiian sweet rolls, pre-sliced slider buns, or the perfectly sweet salty pretzel slider buns. If you want to get everybody together, the Sunday family dinner or just a barbecue, King's Hawaiian wants to make every Sunday Slider Sunday. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Eight of the last 13 college baseball national champions. 13 of the last 17 college football national champions. And 17 consecutive seasons with the most first-round NFL draft picks. Someone should call Webster's and tell them there's a new definition for domination. SEC Sports. Live here. We are ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Sunday Night Baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, before Kyle Peterson joins us, we'll take your phone calls, questions, comments, emails, 392-8255. Uh, and again, the email, srussell at wruf.com. Gabe says, Skeens and Louder pitched absolute masterpieces in one of the best college baseball games I can remember, especially when you consider what was at stake, quality competition. Now on to the finals. Forget about Skeens being a factor until Monday, and that would be for two or so innings tops. Let's just win two this weekend with our top guys going and celebrate another national championship. My concern, sometime time off doesn't play in one's favor, but our pitching is lined up. And without schemes, the odds favor us, but we must show up with our A game and finish this off. As you note, LSU pitching has come on the last month, and our bats have been a, a bit sleepy and got to get cranking. Uh, well, that is also a testament to the pitching in the series, too. Um Mark says, having beaten number one Wake back-to-back days and with UF just getting by in their games, heading into Saturday night's game, is it fair to say LSU maybe has more momentum and feeling more confident? No. No, why wouldn't Florida feel, comp- feel confident? Nobody's beaten them. I mean, and, and, and they can look and say, you know what? We won and we didn't hit nearly what we can hit. So I think Florida is very confident in this. And look, LSU should be confident too. They made it to the championship. And they, their pitching has gotten better 
but not having their stud has to be an advantage on paper, at least, for Florida. There, there's no question about that. Copper Gator, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, I got a quick question about baseball. I know I'm, I'm super excited. I'm pumped and couldn't be more proud of the fellas getting this, this big weekend series against LSU. It kind of, it always kind of felt inevitable for me to, for LSU to get there and, and kind of play us. We did play them during the regular season, didn't play them in the SEC championship, and now here we are playing for all the marbles and, and getting a chance to go against those guys. I, I have, my question is, do you think catcher and pitcher mound visits should count against Sully's trips to the mound? Yeah, that whatever the rule is, that's that. Yes. So, so him by by BT walking out there, those things. Would, would that be a suggested change if you had the option to, to take out of those? Or are we – I don't see that hurting the game time-wise where he goes out there, talks to him for two minutes or things of that nature. I, I agree with the amount of visit limits because it was getting out of hand. But to me, it just seems a little daunting on that factor. If you start getting into the weeds of that, Gator, which I think you'd have to do. Right. I think then you're getting into a place where you start getting into minutia. The reason all these, and you said it, the reason all these rules went into effect is because they want to speed up the game. Whatever the, the, uh, the meeting is, it's going to take up you know X amount of time. I, I get the point where it can be a little nitpicky, and it's not to say that a committee doesn't look at that or something of that nature and possibly tweak it. But at this juncture, whoever it is has to know what the rule is. That That's just the bottom line. And and the the second thing is, is are the officials the same for every single game in this event in the World Series this year? No. I think there – and again, I could be corrected here. I think there were two separate crews. I saw a picture of eight umpires. So I think it's okay. two separate crews. I, I can be corrected on that, but I think I'm right. Because I keep seeing the same review official. Maybe it's just all the games I'm watching. That the the same first base umpire, who's the head crew, making the same calls upheld or not upheld, or, or those on all of the reviews on the field. So I was just was wondering. I thought that was an interesting take to kind of have the same crew chief out there, but maybe different plates or, or other positions. So. Uh, just want to touch base with you, man. Hope you have a good one, and go Gators, and we'll talk to you later, Steve. Appreciate you. Thank you. I, I will tell you something over the last week. My brain has been taxed more than I can remember in that short of time because of all the questions you have asked. And I'm not saying that's bad, but it's just, you know, sometimes when you're in a series like this, things get magnified um, because uh, Kevin asks this, and I'm not sure of the answer. He said, if the higher C gets the home advantage, why was Wake the visitor last night? And I think it goes back to how many times they were home and away previously. I think that's right. I think in this series, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but because Florida is the better seed, they would be the home team game one, game three. Just correct me if I'm wrong, somebody, but I think I'm right. Uh, Larry says, one of your all-time interviews with Spikes, been listening for 25 years. If Shane retires, hope they consider Brandon as the analyst for the radio broadcast. 
He's articulate. He says, go Gators, beat LSU, please. <laughs> uh, Doug says uh, about Abner's availability. Uh, I do not know. Uh, I was here when Sully had his pre- press conference, so I don't know uh, if he addressed that or not. We've not seen him. Um, I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, I will try to endeavor to find out before I get off the air, but I don't know that right now. Um, we're going to get Kyle Peterson here coming up next, and after that there will be one more segment we can call up before we end today. 127 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We see some patients who come in and they have been in just so much pain for so long that they are just deflated. But that's about to change because QC Kinetics provides hope for relief using all new regenerative treatments that concentrate your body's own healing properties into aching hips, back, shoulders, and knees. And Dr. Zuckerman, a medical director at QC Kinetics, loves watching the patient transformations. One of the most amazing things is when I get to see a patient who, after a few months of our treatments, is just a completely different person. They are smiling and happy and the weight of the world is off their shoulders because we were able to take away their pain. And that's with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. It's just amazing to be able to change people's lives like that. It's very gratifying. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Have you lost Florida Medicaid? At healthcare.gov, you can find a low-cost, quality health plan. Do plans cover doctor visits? What about emergency care? And prescriptions? All covered and more. Plus, with the new law, four out of five customers can find a plan for $10 or less per month with financial help. Healthcare.gov is here for you. Enroll today for coverage starting the first of next month. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking to all you healthcare workers out there. Don't just dream about your family's next adventure. Make it a reality. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union has super low rates for new and used boats, RVs, campers, and power sport vehicles. If you already own one, refinance it now with rates as low as 5.99% APR. And you might qualify for a gas card up to $100. We are My Healthcare Federal Credit Union, helping Florida healthcare workers and their families here in Gainesville. Visit myhcfcu.org to learn more. Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, they have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Meldon Law, we won't back down. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. More rounds of showers and thunderstorms are likely for your Friday. Highs will be somewhere in the 80s. And this wet weather pattern continues into Saturday with occasional thunderstorms. High temperatures end up around 90. And please keep in mind, flooding will still be a concern the next few days, so be careful getting around. 
From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Trey, Trey and Texas. My wife absolutely loves y'all show. Uh, she, Max, honestly, she, she actually likes the show most because of you. She has like a little crush on you or whatever, uh, but, uh, you know, see, it's all good. See, Trey, okay. Trey, we got to go. We got to go. Trey is telling the Why, truth. Trey, I have to deal with this every day. He is speaking facts. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Well, two blue blood college baseball programs going to go at it in the finals of the College World Series, Florida, LSU, and uh, here to talk to us about it, Kyle Peterson, who you've seen uh, on the broadcasts of the College World Series. KP, first of all, thanks a lot for doing this. Most important question, how'd you hit him? Uh, not yet. Going out playing a little bit. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were already on the course. I'm sorry. Um, last night, as a former first rounder yourself, that must have been really fun to watch those two guys on the mound go at it. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, I, I don't, I'm sure it's happened before. I'm not very good with history, uh, but I, I don't remember one that was two guys that we know are going to go in the first round. And, you know, it's a winner take all. And then ultimately, it's probably better than you thought it was going to be. Yeah. Which is rare. I mean, the situation like that, you know, usually build up and then something happens. But uh, they they were both incredible last night. No doubt. Many people think Florida has an advantage because they're rested, because they've got their pitching in order. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think they do on paper. But I, I think that LSU was at a disadvantage each of the last three days, and they figured out a way to make it work. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think you can look at it both ways. I, not a disadvantage yesterday, but the two days before, just based on where they were from a pitching standpoint. So, yes, I, I mean, I think Florida, if you look at it, Florida clearly has an advantage because they're set up. And, you know, they can go normal rotation and everything else. Um, but LSU's figured out a way to win games like that. And LSU's pitching, much like Florida, you know, they're, they're, Florida's pitching was a work in progress as the season went along, and, you know, so was LSU's. But, you know, Floyd and Hurd and guys like that, LSU's pitching, do you agree, is much better now than it was earlier in the year? Well, it was this week. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, if, if you just watched them here, you'd think that all of us that said that LSU may be in trouble after schemes were morons. <laughs> um, the reality is, is they've they've been good. They've been really good, and it wasn't a stuff issue. I think it was trying to figure out roles, and you know they, their best two not arms in the bullpen they lost, and they lost Edwards and Shores, and you know just replace guys like those. Like it, it takes time for people to move back into different roles, which I think they've tried to figure out how to do. So, yeah, it, it's I don't. You know, they may, the bullpen may go out and keep doing what they're doing. They get the best ERA in Omaha since they've been here. And, and yeah, I would have thought that was the case on the days that Skeens pitched. But the reality, it's kind of been that case every day. 
Wake hit, I think, 158 in the series. And even though Florida's hit the long ball, they've not hit great either. And you know how this goes. It goes sometimes you go on a streak where you don't hit well, you don't pitch well. Should Gator fans be concerned that Florida's not hit so well in Omaha? Nobody's hit. That's not just yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of the way it's been. I think some of it is, you know, the wind conditions have been blowing in for a fair amount of it. And that's what happens here when it's warm, the way that they set the field up, which I wish they would have set it up differently, but it is what it is. Um, but the reality is, is, I mean, nobody has had like an incredible offensive week. I mean, Florida still leads it. You know, they, they lead the tournament in home runs. And I think that's the one thing to hang your hat on. But at the end of the day, um, if you were taking overs this week, you're probably over whatever. Like, I don't think <laughs> yeah. we're I don't know what the number is. Yeah. Look, but uh, nobody is. I don't think anybody scored double-digit runs, and I, I don't. I don't remember a College World Series where when you go to the finals, that's been the case. Yeah, I, I want to also ask. Um, as the season's gone on now. You know, we saw the, the thing with Sully and the, the visits and the number of all that. Um, would you, at the end of this, is there anything of the rules that you personally would revisit, or do you like, you know, where the game is? Um, no, I think we're in a pretty decent place, to be honest with you. I think rules-wise, we're fine. I think, you know, the SEC is a little bit – of a different animal in a lot of different ways. But when it comes to baseball, I think the umpires are evaluated differently than they are in other areas of the country. And the zone is tighter in the SEC. Um, I think I'd probably expand that a little bit. I, I think I'd, I'd make it a little bit more east-west and give a baseball on each side um, because we have seen, I would say, some inconsistent zones in Omaha, which happens sometimes. And, listen, you know, there's a human component to it, so it's not easy. Um but no, I, I honestly, I think we're in a pretty good place rule-wise. I like the game. Um, I like the home runs because I don't think it dominates every game, but yet it makes it really interesting. I love the fact that, um, you know, we have the most talent in Omaha that we've ever had. Um, no, I, I think we're in a pretty good place. I want to expand a bit on the umpiring thing because, I mean, look, you, you were a pitcher. And there have been inconsistencies, and there's going to be that every once in a while. But do you think umpiring, and I'll use this word loosely, is umpiring a problem, or is it just, you know, one of those things sometimes? You know, I don't think it's a problem. I mean, the first thing I think is is, is umpiring is hard. Yes. Like, I mean, we're, we're fortunate that we have people that are, I mean, literally, think of a lot of people that go to a baseball game they go there and they yell at an umpire. Where else do you do that in the world? I mean, if I'm being honest, like if, if you go and you order food and something is a little bit off, like do you yell at the waiter? Do you yell at your accountant? If it just, it's such a strange phenomenon, but yet we have people that are willing to do it, which is great. And they know that every time they go out there, all they're going to hear is how bad they are. Think if that's where you went to work every day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but that's that's the life that they live, and ultimately I think they do a pretty damn good job. Do they miss stuff? Sure. It's human. Um, and I, I, I just think that consistency as far as, hey, this is the zone that we're going to go with, 
is a good thing. And, and the SEC, I, I don't, you know, I, I like that their umpires in the SEC are graded based on what TrackMath tells them or what the feedback is. But at the same time, it's also college baseball. It's not the big leagues. And so I do think that it makes sense to have that zone a little bit different. Um, you know, pitch clock has made a huge difference this year from a time standpoint, both in college and the big leagues. Um, so, no, I, I mean, I, I think that I think umpiring is hard, and some people forget that, and it's probably all the people that have never done it. Yeah. Kyle Peterson, our guest here, as uh, the Gators and the Tigers get set in the finals of the College World Series. All right. Uh, you know the big question is Skeens after throwing, you know, 120 pitches on short rest by college standards. Uh, if you're the LSU coaching staff, would he even be available if they went to Monday? Maybe. I mean, I, I think that's a that's an extended conversation, and it's not just with him. It's with all those that are associated with him, because obviously here in a few weeks he's yeah. – probably going to make eight million dollars um and so i i think you probably have the discussion if he brings it up which he probably will um and then you decide how you're going to do it but it's it's definitely not before then that's for sure um and then whether or not you look at it and say okay can you go get us three outs or six outs or whatever the number is that everybody agrees on um but i i'd be i'd be surprised if that discussion is not had um but who all is involved in it, I, I'm not sure, but I don't think it's a two-person discussion. I agree. Last thing, uh, Florida, LSU, how do you look at this? I mean, I think it's, it's it has to be a vantage Florida on the mound um, just because of the way they stack up. Now, you know, LSU's got the day off today, so bullpen-wise they should be fine. But the Gators are set up the way that they want going into a normal weekend and anything else. So I, I think there's an advantage there. I think offensively it's very comparable. Um, you know, I, I think they're both two of the best teams in the country. So if if the needle's going to swing anyway, I think it swings towards Florida at least on paper because over the course of the year, um, the rotation that they're going to use has been better than the rotation that LSU's going to use. That being said, LSU's arms for the last week have been really good. Um, so I'd, I'd be shocked if we don't go three. If there's an advantage, it's definitely Florida, but it's not a huge one. On that note, Kyle Peterson, I always appreciate your time, sir. Thanks for taking the time. All good. Thanks, man. Okay, KP. Thank you. Kyle Peterson, uh, so kind to come on after doing what he's been doing, uh, come on and talking to us live here today. We appreciate that. He's a good dude. Um, so you heard what he said. He, I, I just – I hope – I hope that Gator fans are not overconfident here. He said it pretty well. I said it similarly. On paper, there's an advantage to Florida because their pitching is set up. But LSU's pitching has been terrific in the College World Series. And that is where it counts. It doesn't matter what you did in February and March. That doesn't matter. It matters what you do now. Uh, okay, let's get uh, Ed quickly here. Ed, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, I just want to reiterate what 
your previous guest just mentioned. Uh, every time this past week or so, we've wondered what in the world is LSU going to do about their pitching? They have somebody come out there and throw six or seven scoreless innings. So uh, that's, in my view, only a paper advantage. And out there in Omaha, it hadn't been, I wouldn't call us having much of an advantage at all based on how well they've been throwing the ball. Yeah, and I think that's what you have to look at, right? Look, is Florida in better shape in terms of, and KP just said it, in terms of what it normally does, who, you know, what their role is, all of that? Yes, because if this is LSU, Skeens is pitching game one. He ain't pitching game one. I think they're going to pitch Ty Floyd, who's, I think, 7-0, and pretty good. Um Ockenhausen has done a really nice job for them. And Hurd, who's a converted starter, has really pitched well here for them. But they're probably going to have to piece it together more than what Florida is if their starters do their job. Absolutely. And, Rodolph, do you know what both LSU and Florida are hitting in Omaha? I don't think anybody's lighting it up out there, but I think they may have an edge in and batting average out there uh, a little bit but i but i think kyle peterson's right nobody is hitting and because pitchers have been dominant you know wake forest hit 158 in the world series that's just ridiculous yeah and the fact that we're i guess leading the, the field out there at home runs i mean in a tight game if, if you get one or two balls out that might be enough sure let's and, hope it is if we're the ones hitting them that is yeah all right, Steve. Have a good week. Yep. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate the call. John, welcome to Sports Scene. Good afternoon, Steve. I tell you what, I've been keeping up with you for nearly 30 years now since you worked at uh, 97X, had the fastest two minutes in sports. Uh, consequently, I'm glad you're RUF now and you have a lot more than two minutes a day because I love listening to you. You're one of my favorite sports commentators. Well, thank you for I'll that. I tell you what, okay. I tell you what, I'm cautiously optimistic that the Gators can win this thing and pull it out. They, they have, I think they have better power hitters. They have more home run hitters from top to bottom. If the bo- top half doesn't come through the bottom half, uh, Kobe Hall or whatever usually comes through with a home run, uh, or what is the name? And uh, I, I love them. I tell you, I think, and I think the pitching's about equal to LSU. So I'm cautiously optimistic. You know, they can have a bad day like anybody else. Uh, Steve, what I want to ask you, how did McKeeson Stadium ever get their name, and how, how did Condom Ballpark get their name? Okay, all right, thank you. Thank you. I will tell you that after we take our break. 145 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Sanjeev Palaseri. The College World Series Finals are set with number two Florida taking on number five LSU. Despite being SEC rivals, these teams have yet to face each other this season. Tune in for live coverage this Saturday at 6.55 for the first game of the series. Speaking of Gators baseball, Florida landed Alabama infielder Colby Shelton through the transfer portal. Shelton had a stellar rookie season for the Crimson Tide, earning a spot in the All-American freshman team. In other baseball news, the Tampa Bay Rays play the Kansas City Royals tonight. Coming off a disappointing loss yesterday, the Rays look to bounce back. Tune in for live coverage at 6. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sanjeev Palaseri. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. 
listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy and I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA choice steaks, ribeye, filet, New York strip, and Philly cheesesteaks, chicken sandwiches, salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. Omaha, you've been weighing heavy on my mind. The Gators. Robertson back on the track. He's got it up against the wall. And the Gators are going to play for a national championship. The Tigers. They're great. The College World Series. Live from Omaha. First pitch is Saturday night at 7. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. Coming in August, Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. To answer the previous question about how McKeithen Stadium got its name, how Conran got its name, the OJs. Really can answer that. Money, 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 money. That's how they donated money. And they got them, they donated enough of it to have something named after them. Uh, Daniel says, uh, no matter what happens this weekend, hope Gator Nation's happy, won't complain too much because it takes a lot to reach this point. Great accomplishment, no matter what. Runner-up isn't so bad, but I hope 
uh, win at all. Uh, Andrew says that it looked like Wake Forest was so frustrated from not hitting, they pretty much knew it was a matter of time they'd lose. No. No, because it just takes one swing. They were in that game. But he said, how do you mentally keep playing when you can't get on base? You just got to keep grinding. You just got to hope, you know, something happens. Look what happened to LSU. Right? They, couldn't, they couldn't score either. They kept grinding and found a way to score. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. Happy Friday. Steve, I'm sorry yesterday. I was thinking you were talking about uh, pro and NFL. It's amazing, Steve, when you did confront me with that. I, didn't, I don't even know any of most of the college quarterbacks. So I, I, I guess it's soon maybe do a show and help us out. But uh, on the NFL, Steve, I tell you, uh, I was really asking the best running back quarterback receiver combo in the NFL probably would do good, and that's where I was going with that. And I think you Jets probably have a good one. And, and Steve on the Brandon uh, interview, great stuff. Uh, we had a thing called Tootinize, Rich Tootin, and, and just to hear him talk about what you're doing, in, you know, in, in the preseason, uh, August and July. I hope they get to play of listening to that. Good stuff, man. Good stuff about the uh, training and facility. And, uh, and Steve, just, just uh, the pitching in the, in the College World Series, I think you had some guys on there, man. And I was asking about sliders and all that. It's, a, it's amazing. And, and anybody who's saying the ball was fixed and all that stuff, you might be right. But why are the games now two to nothing and one to nothing and shut up? Because pitching wins and defense. Thanks, Steve. What a play by Trey Morgan with this Louisiana State University. Woo! Thanks, Steve. Go Gators. Byron, thank you. Chris says, <clears throat> I grew up thinking baseball tie goes to the runner. I've heard Nick Belmonte say on numerous occasions that's not a rule. If it isn't a rule, what's the correct call when it's a tie? He's right. And I, I think that's been, been one of the most uh, misunderstood things about baseball. There is no such rule. It's a, an umpire's judgment at that point. The ball, if the ball beats, you know, the, the, the base runner, fine. But there is no rule that says tie goes to the runner. Nick's absolutely right. BB says, win or lose, nice to see our Gators in a championship game. After all the football and basketball drama the past few years, it feels good. Hope we realize how resilient these guys have been all year, how hard it is to get where they are this weekend, thanks to all of them. It is. Uh, Adrian says, reading Gator Twitter and some beat writers throughout the baseball run, appears to me way too much importance has been given to being the home-and-away teams. Many wanted LSU to win last night solely because Florida be home in two of the three games against them and only one against Wake Forest. For me... That would be factor 100 of 100 in deciding who I'd want to match up with. What say you? Um, yes, in, in the way that you phrase that, I agree. I mean, does it help to be home? It can, but it doesn't necessarily. So, you know, mentally, is that a good thing that we get the last shot? Sure it is. Is it the deciding factor? No. No. But, again, I think you're, if you're a fan of LSU or a fan of Florida, you're looking for any possible advantage. And that could be a possible advantage for Florida if they're the home team in two of three games, if, in fact, three are needed. 
DJ, hello. Hey, Steve. I got a quick question, and I'm going to take the answer off of air. Um, do you think that we're at a disadvantage just because it seems like LSU has had a um, a harder time getting here, like played better teams than us? Um, I still think we'll win, but i just like to know. Thanks, and go get it. Okay, thank you. Uh, no. When you get to Omaha, you're good. You're good. And think about it. Have any of have many of these games been blowout games? What does that mean? That means these teams are pretty good. So no, I don't think that has anything to do with it. In fact, it's going <clears> to <throat> come down to now a cliche for me. You can look at Florida and say, if you, I'm wearing a Gator hat. All right. Florida's rested. Their pitching is intact in terms of, you know, their normal weekend rotation. They've hit a lot of homers. Despite the fact they've not hit great, they've still found ways to win. So I'm sure if you're Florida, you're thinking, we're bound to hit better than this. And if our pitching does what it's done, we're in pretty good shape. If you're LSU, you're thinking, we haven't hit really either. Our pitching has been dynamite. In fact, the best ERA in the College World Series. So, And we're facing a team that's also struggling to hit a little bit. So what's not to like? It just depends on the hat you're wearing and the mindset you have going into this. I would be stunned if, you know, it's like 7-2. to two. It could be, but throughout the College World Series to this point, it has not been. Let me also reiterate for those just tuning in, uh, something Nick Belmonte sent me, because last year Waldrop pitched against LSU in the regionals, and Nick had the game for ESPN. And does that mean he's going to be good or bad uh, tomorrow? No, but... Uh, when he pitches, uh, six and two-thirds innings, five hits, two runs, two earned, two walks, 11 strikeouts, 119 pitches. So that's when so Waldrop does have, Chris Florida didn't play LSU this year. That's Waldrop against them in the regionals last year. So wanted to make sure you knew that. Don't forget, programming-wise, the Rays in the middle of a series with the Royals. We'll have that for you here, 6 o'clock tonight. Tomorrow, Rays and Royals at 3.30. And then Game 1 of the World Series, 6.55. Game 2 of the World Series, 2.55. And then we'll have Astros-Dodgers Sunday night. And Monday, if necessary, winner take all. Florida-LSU. 655. So that is the lineup for the weekend. Uh, we'll have two more emails here and say goodbye. Bill says, uh, I know you're you'd rather be in Omaha calling a game. He said, How do you watch a game? I'm not sure what that means with my eyes. I mean, but I don't know what that um 
I'm probably a little more critical. I, I look for things. Television can't show you everything you can see at a field, obviously. But, you know, is, it, does, is a pitcher throwing his breaking ball for a strike? Um, you know, what's the, what's the zone for the umpire? I try to look at those things uh, when watching a game, except for just the enjoyment of the game. And uh, Harold is the final emailer. He says, Steve, I listen a lot. Thank you for your guests today. Great variety. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Harold, for that. Speaking of that, our guest today, Steve Adazio, Brandon Spikes, parts of those great Gator Urban Meyer teams, which will be chronicled on that Netflix special in August. Also, Jim Callis, MLB.com, previewing the Major League Draft, and to ESPN's Kyle Peterson for previewing Florida and LSU. Thanks to Zach for producing. Thanks to you for listening. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk about it all on Monday. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981